0: Hey, what's going on everyone? How's everybody doing? Uh, we're back with another Equip the Podcast episode. Hope everybody's doing uh good. Hope you're having a great day or a great week so far, depending on when you are listening to this. And if you're a usual watcher, I just want to say, you know, thank you for continuing to listen and to support. Don't forget to like if you're listening on the one of the podcast platforms. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like also subscribe, and if you're new to watching or listening, please like and subscribe as well, because it really helps out. So, you know, just had to say all those little things to get that out there, of course, right? So, today, I kind of wanted to talk about something, because, like, it's holiday season, and it's never... And I see it all the time. Well, more than recently, more than I usually do, I feel like. But it's a common theme that happens. I feel like going on in holiday season where... We have people, I feel like, who are, like, I feel like, um, well, they are misinformed. Uh, They can be Debbie Downers. They just want to say X, Y, and Z. And then some might actually mean well, too. Like, maybe they just want to help people understand certain things, right? So I get it, right? But I kind of want to help people out, and I really want to talk about this situation. Well, not situation, but this thing. Right, and this episode is called uh, does, Parti- Par- does Participation Be That You Worship It? So, pretty much, does it mean that if you participate, wear, look, acknowledge it, that you actually partake in something wrong? Right, or do you actually worship it and things like that? I think it's important too because when it comes to holiday season, you'll have people that will post memes or say certain things like, Yeah, if you participate. Christmas, then you know you're a pagan and you worship pagan gods and all this other all different stuff, or even Halloween, like stuff or, like, or any, like, any, like, but those are like the most two, main two. Like every year, they always remind you, oh, well, you get, well you're you worshiping pagan gods, or that's what they did, and blah, 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 and all this and that, right? So I kind of wanted to talk about that. I feel like a lot of people are missing forward when they're talking about does participating, or maybe wearing something, or maybe looking at something, does that mean that you're actually. Worshipping it and partaking in it, so I kind of want to talk about that because I feel like we need there needs to be more clarity about this because I think there's some people that might feel like they're actually doing something wrong just because they participate in something or partake in something or just wear something basic, right? And then you got other people out here who are just saying that they are participating, or you are, big or you are this and that just because you participate in something, or in the case may be, right? So I kind of wanted to uh, talk about that because I feel like people are misinformed, and I think that this will help equip people to for both sides of the spectrum. I think, right? So let's get into it, honestly. Right? So, hold on. I'm gonna share my screen. Share my screen. Hold on. Oh, was I was I sharing? Okay, maybe I was already sharing my bad trimming. Alright, so I'm gonna share my screen. Alright. Uh hold on one second. Alright. So I'm gonna share my screen. I'm gonna pull up some notes and some things for us to talk about that I think are kind of important. And so and, and some things just for us to understand too, right? So let's go to my notes stuff real quick. Alright. So, right, one of the things I want to introduce to you guys is called a fallacy. All right. This is a fallacy. Right. And a fallacy is something that I feel like a lot of us do on accident or might not know exactly what it is or anything like that. But I kind of want to talk about what a fallacy is. Right. So if you look at my highlight, a fallacy is a deceptive, misleading or false notion, belief, etc., misleading or a sound argument, deceptive, misleading or false nature, erroneous, erroneous, I can't pronounce that for some reason. Uh, logic, any various types of erroneous reasoning that render arguments logically unsound. So, I feel like a lot of us, we can easily step into the fallacy department where we believe in the fallacy or, or, or accidentally are, are using fallacy, which is something you are misleading, something that is deceptive, something that's a false notion or a false belief about something, something that's unsound, misleading argument, something that can be deceptive, false nature. Right. Anything in that category. Right. And Like I said, some people might actually do this on purpose, trying to be deceptive and misleading and have a narrative. And then you got other people who don't know. They're just listening to what other people tell them. And just because it sounds good or just because it's on a meme. Right. then It must be true. So a lot of us can step into this fallacy or or accidentally be using fallacy because we either are actually are. Ignorant and want to do this stuff just to be, you know, just to carry on the narratives and just do this. Or you might not actually know, you're just listening to what the next person says, right? So let's introduce you to what a genetic fallacy is, okay? So, a genetic fallacy. The genetic fallacy arises whenever we dismiss a claim or argument because of its origin and history. The genetic fallacy occurs when someone judges a claim simply based on its origin rather than looking at actual merits of the claim. In other words, a claim a claim is accepted or rejected on the basis of from whom or where it came from. All right. So a genetic fallacy is pretty much dismissing something, any dismissing any argument, any little thing just because of its origin, just because of where it came from. And not looking at the actual merits of the claim or looking at the details of what's actually going on in the present, you're just rejecting where it came from. You're rejecting what, what stems from it, things like that. Right. So, for instance, right, let's just say, for instance, another example of what a genetic fallacy might look like is, uh, I think, who I hear this from? It might be my boy BK. BK, probably. I forgot I heard this from somebody. But, so, example would be, all right, let's just say, for instance, um... Think of somebody that's like a horrible person, like someone that everyone agrees with. That doesn't, know. all right. So, everyone wants to throw Hitler this. We're gonna throw Hitler out there, of course, right? So, pretty much, it would be like, all right, Hitler invented Volkswagen cars or Audi cars or Ford cars and things like that, right? And we, let's say, you know, Hitler did what he did, you know, he killed millions of Jews and did all these bad things, right? But let's just say he invented the Ford car, he invented the Volkswagen car, he invented these vehicles. And now, today, you're driving a Ford or a Volkswagen that originally came from Hitler, who was a bad person, who did bad things. That means that you are like Hitler. That means you believe in what Hitler does. That means that you don't like Jewish people. That means you dabble in it. That means you do all these different things, right? That's a simple way to explain what a genetic fallacy is, right? Because... A genetic, a genetic, fa- a genetic fallacy is saying, okay, regardless of whatever you're doing or whatever you're celebrating or whatever you're using or whatever you are doing, people did it bad in the past for whatever reason they did it bad in the past or they were bad people and stuff like that. So since they did it back then, and you're celebrating that means you're celebrating too, right? Or, uh, or uh, you know. What they say about Christmas? Oh, well, Christmas came, came because uh, December 25th was, uh, what, 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 what did he say? Oh, September 25th is, is, is by a pagan holiday, you know, Center, Centernalia or Solus Viticus right? And they worship pagan gods on December 25th. So now since you're celebrating, which is not true, by the way, I mean, I'll get into a little bit of that later. But that's not true, by the way. But anyways, let's just say if it is, right? Let's just say if it is, right? But, so yeah, since they celebrated worship pagan gods on September 25th, you celebrate Christmas now, you just really worship pagan gods. Are you worshiping a pagan holiday? That's not true. That's a fallacy. That's being misleading, false notion, or belief. You're not looking at what people are doing today with it. You're looking at where it came from. Genetically, what's wrong with it? Like like genetically, you're looking at how it started or where it came from, and now since somebody is participating in their way, or a or or has changed over time and they're, and they're participating in their way, so now you're you're celebrating pagans now, you're celebrating this now, you you're, you're you're dabbling, you're worshiping this, you're worshiping that, right? And I think that's a dangerous thing to say, just because. um someone participates in a way or something in particular, that means they're worshiping it or they believe in it or they, you know what I mean? Like, because I feel like a lot of people today, they just have a bad view of what worship is or don't really understand what worship actually means. You know what I mean? I just think we just have a bad idea of what worship actually means. Like how did, they, because worship, you actually, okay, I'm actually explaining it to before I get to my next point. So when you look at the definition of worship, right? Highlight here, worship, Worship is to honor or to show reverence for a divine being or supernatural power or to regard with great or extravagant respect, honor, and devotion right now biblically, if you want to look at what worship is, right, which literally means to either to bend over bow down, right it describes a great gesture of respect submission to human beings, God or idols right so if you look at Genesis eighteen two, Abraham looked up and saw three men standing nearby. When he saw them, he hurried from the entrance of his tent to meet them. And bowed low to the ground. Low to the ground. Okay. Very low to the ground. So this is in reverence to the Lord. So when he saw the Lord in, in his holy presence, he bowed to the ground. Okay. Also. You can also look at another example of Exodus 20, 4 through 6. You shall now make, you should not make for yourself in the image and form of anything in heaven above, or on earth beneath, or in the waters below. You should not bow down to worship them. For I the Lord am a jealous God, punishing the children of the sin of the parents of the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. But showing love to me to the other generations to those who love me and keep me my commandments so he's literally saying like you should not bow down and worship them like literally bow down worshiping like like being all of them right do not make yourself the image of anything so even biblically when we're looking at worshiping you're looking at, we're looking at it from a very intentive like an intentional thing like you can't accidentally worship something Okay, that doesn't even make sense. How do you accidentally worship something? How do you just happen to worship something? Like, you have to know what you're doing. You have to know that you're particip- participating in. You have to know who you're talking, you know, you have, to have, you have to know these things. Like, you can't you can just walk walk in and, you know what I'm saying, that's like, that's like saying, for instance, if I'm wearing a cross, because a lot of people wear crosses, right, over time, a lot of people wear crosses, Jesus pieces, stuff like that, right? That means that what, so that automatically, automatically believes that you believe in Jesus, you're a follower of Jesus Christ, that you believe in Jesus, your Lord and Savior, just because you have this on? No, it doesn't. And it doesn't mean you you're you're worshiping him because you have these things on, right? You can even be in church and not really worship Jesus. For crying out loud. Because just because you go to church doesn't even mean you're a Christian, really, in these days. People just like being at church because it makes them feel like makes them feel like they're, you know, they're good and stuff like that. I'm not trying to drag on people that do might do that. But just because you're there doesn't mean you worship Jesus. It can be the first time you hear and listen about the gospel of Jesus when you're at church. That doesn't mean you're a follower of Jesus because because you go to church on might 10 often on occasion. Or just because you have a cross necklace on. You know what I'm saying? Or, or wearing a Jesus piece. Or even having a Bible verse in your bio. That doesn't make you a believer in Christ. That doesn't mean you're a believer in Christ. Right? That don't mean anything. You could just like the Bible verse and you like what it says. And you you know, it, it just it hits for you. It doesn't mean that you worship Jesus, right? That's not what it means. It doesn't mean that. Just because you're wearing it or might even participate in church here and there, that doesn't mean you worship Christ, right? That's not what it means. How you worship Christ is daily devotion, right? How you worship Christ is do you pray to him? Do you read his word? Do you listen to his commands, right? And because of the effect of you giving your life to him, what does that show in your daily actions, right? Like, there has to be a devotion to him. On, you don't say a devotion, honor, reverence of a divine, doing that he's divine, and I'm having a d- devotion for him. Like, I know what I'm doing, right? You can't accidentally do that. It doesn't even work that way. But a lot of people, they think, oh, just because you participate in something, that means you worship it. Well, it ain't true not true, right? You know what I'm saying? And This whole episode is not to to be like, okay, I'm trying to, you know, stick up for the Christmas holiday or any other holiday or whatever the case may be, right? Because my thing is, if you don't want to worship it for whatever reason it is, that's that's fine. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with it, right? Like, the whole gimmick stuff that comes with Christmas stuff like that, I really don't care for it at all. Like, really, as much as I got older, I don't really care for it as much as I used to. But, if people really love Christmas and trees and, and and lights and all types of different stuff like this is just for stop being a Debbie downer at these people cuz they can participate in this and there's nothing wrong with them participating in it. That's the whole point of this. Right? They want to participate, let them participate in it, right? Um and even when you think about it now we think about Christmas itself. Right? You hear like, "Oh, Centrodelia, you know, that was on December 25th. They even used that to worship pagan gods, and it was on September 25th, when in reality, if you actually look it up, they actually celebrated that on December 17th. You know what I'm saying? Or Solus and Vinicus. They said, oh, that's another one that they celebrated Uh, pagan god, Pagan, pagan, you know, their Greek pagan stuff, Rome pagan stuff like that. But, if you looked it up, they didn't start celebrating that until... 354 A.D. and then really later on until 362 A.D., when in reality, North African churches celebrated December 25th prior to 311 A.D. Right? And you and it might be even earlier than that because if you look at Tertullian of Cartilage, who was an early church father in Africa, right? He even talks about worshiping on. Oh, I mean, all oh, Jesus. Jesus. I'm sorry, Jesus born on December. 25th you even think you like he literally he's from africa okay he's an african he's an african early church father all right so we're talking about in 280 okay so we're seeing that churches in north africa we're celebrating, we're celebrating jesus birth on december 25th way before that way before that right and when you look at the origins right when you look at why They were doing it as well. They did it because they were trying to calculate from Jesus' death up into his conception to see where the actual day of his birth, the actual day he was born at, right? That's what they would do, right? There was a belief in the early church that that date, the death of Jesus, would also reflect either his birth or his conception, right? And you can read the book by uh, Thomas J. Talley, The Origins of the Legitical Year which is, you know, you can look that book up and it will tell you all that. And you can also look up the, the book that talks about the history of it, The Search of the Origins of Christian Worship, Sources and Methods for Study of Early Literature. You can look at both of those books and it literally tells you why the Christians, because there's two different hypotheses of why they came up with December 25th. But to bring all that up, I'm bringing, not the bitch, I'm sorry, Hippolytus, he did a commentary on Daniel, which talked about, and this is from 202 to a 211 AD, talking about Christians celebrating Christmas on December 25th. And like I said, this was way before Robe, way before the white man even started to accept Christian Christianity. Because, let's also remember, by the way, right? No one else is thinking about this too, right? When you're thinking about this, right? They celebrated Jesus' birth on December 25th. Now. Rome, you have to remember, Rome, they, they were persecuted Christians in the Roman Empire. They were killing them, okay? So a lot of people's slack would be like, oh, well, they were trying to copy off the Roman pagans who were celebrating on this day. Yo, they would never, ever try to get close to worshiping another Roman thing. Why? Because they wanted to kill Christians, okay? They were per- literally persecuted Christians for, like, the third, first three and a half centuries. Okay, so Rome, who was in control with the world power, they were literally persecuting Christians. Okay, they were not the Christians at all. They were trying to kill them, so it wouldn't even make any sense for early Christians to copy or to try to mimic something for Rome when they were killing them prior. Okay, that doesn't even make any sense at all. Actually, when you really look at it, when you really look at the history of it, because Rome didn't really accept Christianity until way later, what, like, what, mid-third, mid-third, really, fourth century? And then later on, where Constantine actually helped, you know, Christians out by, you know, creating different things. So, I mean, the, the Edict of Midian, I think, Edict of Midian, I think, which helped the Christians out, not be persecuted or killed anymore. So, prior to all that, like I said, prior to 311 AD, North African churches were celebrating Jesus' birth at December 25th. Right, whereas Saturn, Saturnalia—I I can't even pronounce that right—but that was even that was, that was even celebrated on December seventeenth, so that had nothing to do with anything. And the Solus Invictus, they did that later. Right? So it has nothing to do with September twenty-fifth. So yeah, but like, I know over time they added all this extra Christmas stuff with all the you know what I'm saying? But the trees the trees have nothing to do with pagan worship, reefs have nothing to do with pagan worship and stuff like that. I just wanted to say this I actually think I have a podcast episode where I actually talk about this too. So that's why I'm not going super deep into it. I already have a podcast episode that I actually talked about Christian is Christian is Christianity like a pagan and all that stuff. So I actually talked about it. But I just wanted to just share little things, just to let you know that there's nothing pagan about celebrating Jesus' birth on December 25th. Nothing pagan about it, and when you look at the history of it, it doesn't even make any sense, right? Hipp- Hippolytus' commentary on Daniel, look that up. Uh, Tertullian, um, Advent, Adventures. Uh, hold on, what's the actual? Hold on, what's the actual thing? Because I'm literally telling you sources to look up and read it yourself, and this is historical sources and footnotes they're putting in not no random book that got this claims but nothing to support it. this is actual uh historical stuff that's being written here that it's actually quoting from okay so i just had to you know throw that out there uh crap the heck? hold on i'm gonna name the actual source on here too um oh yes tertullian uh adversus adios ad versus a d v e r s u s i u d e o s eight. So I think that's probably like like the chapter eight of what he written there, right? So if you want to go back and actually read it and actually see what he actually quoted, then there you go. But the thing is, right? the whole point of really to be is even if it was, let's just say, for instance, Christmas was pagan. Let's just say, um, um, yeah, that's just say it did come from pagan and Greeks made it pagan and stuff like that. And then later on, Christians decided they wanted to use this day to celebrate Jesus, right? A lot of people be like, no, you know, they shouldn't do that because, you know, it was derived from this Greek God or it was derived from this God or it's derived from this, that, and a third, right? But we need to be careful with that energy because you're going to keep that same energy with just because you participate in a holiday, or if you're wearing this shirt, or if you're wearing this gym, or whatever you're wearing, like, like you, gotta be, you gotta be careful with that. Because if we keep having that same mindset when it comes to everything, then there's a lot of stuff that can possibly be off limits, right? Now, if you look at Wicca, like the Wicca.com, the Wicked stuff, they actually use a lot of different things for worship, Right? Like right here, spiritual and magical elements of water, the deity, goddess, energy, receptive, feminine, direction, west, tools, oh, colors, blue, green, indigo, seasons, autumn, and a black bowl, water can be used for a sacred Water is basic ingredient for magical teas, potions, and used for various forms of spell work. Okay, so, if we're going to be honest here, right, so, just because water was used, for spells and things like that, right? And there are people that have used water to celebrate deities and all types of other different stuff. That means we must leave water alone, right? We should just leave water alone, right? Or air. Air is involved in burning of incense and smudging rituals, breathe work and ritual ritual movements, and dance also to utilize the energy of the air. Direction of wind can be used to enhance certain types of spell work. So, I guess we should leave air alone. I guess. Let's not breathe, I guess. You know, even fire! Right? Fire can be used. Candles are both used as additives to magic in order to enhance the atmosphere up for spell work, and as a primary focus of candles, fire is also used in burning spells. So, no more candles or anything like that since it's been used before. Since it's been used for pagan worship. Or some type of deity worship. some type of worship like that. You know what I mean? Hey. uh, Salt, a symbol of earth, is often used to, to cast the circle before ritual. So it can be added to certain magic charms or used to cleanse crystals and other tools. Many spells call for burying certain objects in the earth. So I guess the earth is, you know, is bad too. We might as well leave the earth as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's different things. You know, if you check Wicca Living, they literally have all these elements that are used for worship, right? If you even look at eclipticwitchcraft.com, they actually name other stuff that's been used over time for worship, like chicken. There's chicken. People use chicken for worship. That means we shouldn't eat chicken anymore. Or butter, right? No butter. Forget the butter. There's no more butter whatsoever. Don't use no butter no more because people have used it or derived it from from uh from spells or, or some type of deity worship or things like that, right? Like I'm just saying, like we're playing it we're we're using a slippery slope here. If we're gonna keep doing this stuff. Like we're gonna keep saying oh there's other stuff you need to think about too, right? You know, even Starbucks. The Starbucks lady and the in the little thing, right? She's actually a siren, A Greek mythology siren, you know, the series that are, are, are sea creatures that are used to 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 um to seduce seamen and other people in in uh, in, uh, in the sea and stuff like that so since that since start oh y'all gonna be since Starbucks since, you know we can't drink any more Starbucks because that means we worship siren right we worship siren now because you like to drink Starbucks coffee and all this other different stuff right since we're gonna keep it that you know there's other stuff too um Uh, you know, Amazon. How many people have Amazon Prime? Right? You know, the Amazons were, you know, a nation of warrior women descended from Ares, the god of war. So, if you're going to use Amazon, I guess you're you're all with Ares, you're with the god of war, you're with all this different stuff, right? You, You worship that deity, too, you know what I'm saying? I guess so. Uh, you know, uh, Nike. Oh, y'all like Jordans and shoes and stuff like that. Where the logo actually, you know, the logo, the switch is actually derived from the wing of the Greek god goddess of victory. So you worship victory every time you bought Jordans on Air Max Ones, all these other different shoes and things like that, right? And the thing is, yo, there are so many different things, right? That is derived from something. That doesn't mean you worship it. That doesn't mean you 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 you're putting all your faith and hope into this thing. That's not what it means, right? And I think we are being disingenuous and really dangerous when we're in that territory that oh, if you wear it, if you participate in something, then you're worshiping a Greek God and you're worshiping pagans when that's cap. Like you know what I'm saying? That's that's corny, really. Because that's not what a lot of people aren't doing out here. They're not. Just because they're they're wearing something or celebrating some things like that, that's not what it means. Like because and that and like I said, there's so many different things that we do every day or use possibly that was used for worship or some type of of practice, spell practice or something like that. That doesn't mean that we are doing it, It doesn't mean that we believe in it, It doesn't mean that we're participating in it, right? And I think it's just disingenuous that we say that about other people. And like I said, if you don't want to if you find out that Shoot, they, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, deodorant was used for some type of pregnant practice. You don't wear deodorant no more? Cool. Do you. Don't tell other people don't wear it because it it was derived from somewhere, possibly. You know what I mean? Or, you know what, the term underwear. We used to wear underwear. Underwear was derived from somewhere, so we're not going to wear underwear anymore because it used to. No. Like, if you want to, do you. Like, that's fine. You you have any reason not to participate or anything like that anymore. I get it. But to tell other people they shouldn't because of what you think it is, and a lot of times people don't even know really what the history of things derive from. So you're gonna tell someone to stop doing it because of blah, 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 and that's what you personally feel. That, then you can't do that. Don't be pushing what you think and feel on other people because you have a problem with you, what you think and feel about it. Like that, that's an issue, a bad issue. That's something that we need to stop actually doing. Especially around how – if you're the same person that does it around every time, around the same time, you're doing it to be petty. You are doing it to be petty. You're not doing it because you actually care to help people or to help people learn the history. About I, honestly, I don't even care if you like if you even share a certain history, if it's actually correct, though. If it's correct history or correct historical history, all right, cool. Then that's fine. People need to be affordable where things are derived from. That's cool. If you really actually are concerned and things like that, but at the end of the day, don't look at somebody because they want to celebrate or wear something or drink something or buy something from whatever. Stop looking at people crazy because that's not who they are. And you're literally committing the genetic fallacy, which happens more than you think. More than you think. So we just got to stop doing that. Like, we got to stop doing that, be more generous and stuff like that. We got to stop doing it. Because if that's the case, like, we're, we're going down a slippery slope, right? Uh, you know, and I feel like Christians always get tagged around this time for Christmas. Oh, you're worshiping pagan God on Christmas, and the 25th is pagan. But it's, it's constantly like everything is Constantine, Constantine, Constantine. When you even re- until people really until you actually realize that Constantine uh, didn't start Christianity or didn't change anything Christianity or nothing like that. And they, you know, i like, once people start actually reading history about that, then that's when stuff like this will actually start to simmer and decease a little bit. But until then, yeah, I just keep informing people and things like that. But I just think it's just be considerate of people. Be considerate of people. Have conversations. Listen to other people. Stop thinking, would you, like, you know, that, oh, they worship and they're doing such and such. When they're not. They're not doing that. So so that's pretty much really all I had to say today. You know, nothing uh, super, super long. But I just wanted to say that because I feel like we just have a bad view of what worship actually is. Versus what it actually is, and also like us committing fallacies too much, especially the genetic fallacy, and then also us not looking at the right history when it looks at certain things, which is why we get to these bad, we get to these illogical places in the first place. So, but hey, remember stay equipped. Next time somebody says this is pagan, that's pagan, or this, that, the third, what you gonna tell them? So. But that's pretty much all I got for you guys today. Uh, Yeah, have a good rest of the week, rest of your day. All this day at the 3rd. Thank you for listening. We out. Peace.